Welcome back to the dark woods, ladies and gentlemen. As always, we have a show for you today. Let's see if we can get some intro going here. Hello there, Sinner. Glad to see that you could make it today. I know passing through the campfire is not your preferred means of travel. (laughs) How are you doing this morning, sir? Oh, decent. Well, we've got a lot going on. Everything from Sesame Street to to running out of gas on the street. Am I right? <laughs> I saw I saw a picture last night before I went to bed on the gas thing. And, like, there's, somebody's going to get shot doing that shit. Man, you know. Filling their cars up and then filling gas cans up and putting them in the back of their car, taking all the gas. Like, that's how you get shot. That's crazy shit, man. People are crazy. They're inconsiderate nowadays. No one cares about each other, it seems. Everybody's so yeah. scared. They're just worried about them and their own, you know? Uh, it's scary to think that how, how, how months are we in right now? Like three, four months into Biden's? Uh, I think just barely at the three, four. I think, four, like four, I think right? it's four months. Yeah. Four months we're into Biden, and we're, we're already seeing things like, oh, gas shortage. Welcome back to the 1950s, ladies and gentlemen. Strap in, because now you're going to have to be competitive with buying fuel. <laughs> don't, don't forget, he's the most popular president that we've ever had. I got We got some correspondents out there in Georgia, some of them shadow ninjas that we like to call on to get our news. I called on one of them. Uh, yesterday and over the weekend and yeah more like the 1970s yes sir and uh, they they told me they said dude i don't know what i'm gonna do man because i can't find gas anywhere and i've driven three towns over in all directions and i said oh well how's your gas doing he said well now I'm, i'm out of gas and i said oh from driving or all around looking for gas? He, yeah. And I said, well, how are you going to get to work now, man? He said, well, I guess my boss is going to have to pick me up. <laughs> Look at that, that almost makes me want to go buy a gas can of gas just so I can fucking have, put it in my garage just in case. You know, it's almost like we could have avoided this by having an extra pipeline moving petrol around, right? It's almost like this situation could have been avoided 
why have, why didn't anybody think about building another pipeline, man? Why haven't we? Oh, that's right. We were in the process. Ah, uh, I should have read a little bit further down in my notes before I started talking, because right here it says, uh, Dark Bear, remember that Joe Biden killed the Keystone Pipeline with a swift pin. Yeah, our Lord and Savior, Joe Biden, saved us from oil dependency. Don't you know that? Oh, thank God. I bet all those people trying to get oh, a work out to there work in Georgia and on the East Coast, I bet they're so thankful Joe Biden was there to save them from that oil monster. Hmm. That's crazy, man. Have you guys had any problems out there yet where, you, where you're at? Near part of the neck of the woods with fuel? Not that I've seen so far. Not yet. The gas is just expensive out here still. Well, you know, it's always been expensive there. It makes me happy that as big as my van actually is, the front <laughs> tank it runs on is only like 10 gallons. Maybe less than that, actually. Eric, right here, I agree. He says, I wonder how AOC's precious Green New Deal is working out. Well, I imagine it's, pro <laughs> it's probably working out like everything else she tries to have pass through Congress. It's not. <laughs> well, I'm sure she has gas in her car. Like, don't even doubt it. Her Tesla. I wonder if she drives a Tesla. <laughs> I don't think she's rich enough for a Tesla. No, Actually, I don't, think, I don't think Musk would let her have one. He would see her, her name on the application and <laughs> denied. Look, the fuck I'll, be, here. I'll be honest with you, man. You know, um, Tesla's kind of got me a little intrigued just because I've seen a whole bunch of these videos on porn sites where girls are just fucking guys' brains out while they're going 60 miles down, down the road, just cars doing its thing all by itself, Jetson style. Like, that's that's something that we've, we have strived for for so long as a, as a civilization, be able to have cars that automate themselves so that we can fuck while we're going down the road. People, yeah, I, I, would be, I would be selfish and I would use it for. I hate driving at night, like out on the open highway. Like, if I if I could have my car do that for me, I'm down for that. I hate that. <laughs> Eric, you read what he said. He said, I gotta quit giggling. I gotta get my serious voice here. Mm. Wouldn't even doubt if she actually said that. Eric says, Her latest proposal is fit is to fit cows with a Cadillac converters to filter cow farts. I wish somebody would fit AOC with a Cadillac converter to her face to filter her bullshit, but then she'd just be silent all the time. Uh. <laughs> I think they call it a gag. <laughs> they make lots of those. And you can even hide them behind a mask. That's right. They don't even have to know you're wearing the ball gag in public. <laughs> you just wear it and just be quiet. Thanks, thanks Pelosi. Thanks, AOC. We need to just send a few Democrats some ball gags and be like, please wear more often. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, in other news, uh, you know, we were talking about infrastructure bill a while back. You know, I feel like a pipeline being deeply compromised to the point that it affects 
people's day-to-day lives, I kind of think that that would be considered infrastructure in my book. You know, the last I checked, this pipeline had been down for three days. They're starting to have to haul petrol in by the truck instead of by the normal means. That slows things down. And there will be consequences. People have forgotten cause and effect. Cause and effect. So, I don't know if you've seen this yesterday. I had a real good time this morning watching Senator Ryan Paul just tear into Fossey's ass like fucking he's Scar from the Lion King and Fossey is Mufasa. He got all up in his Fossey, his face. <laughs> Did you see Ryan Paul get on him? I saw a little bit of it, but I missed the video. I was looking at, uh, I got distracted by this other story. Which Man breaks the door of home and gets shot by a woman hiding in bedroom. Take that. Like, she defended herself just fine. She shot his ass dead. That's right. She's not going to be like that liberal teacher from the last show that's just going to let the entry. It's just her, her time. <laughs> she, she said, well, this burglar just decided that it's his time when he burgled my house. You know, I oh, like that word. Meet God. Let me just give you a one-way ticket. <laughs> I'll fire a warning shot into your chest. <laughs> You've been warned. If you fire a warning shot into somebody's kneecap, they'll be pretty warned. Uh, you know, I was watching a story about this old boy on YouTube. I don't know how many people know him. Bogey. Uh, he he used, he Magic Gathering game stuff. He, his big thing is uh, he's huge and... Um, he likes oh, to get two nine eight eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Okay, so I don't know if you've seen this or not, but he got in some some trouble because somebody yeah. showed up at his house harassing him, and he was like, "You better get out of here. I got a gun." And they fired a warning shot. You know, legally mm-hmm. speaking, just from the legal point of view of things, uh, you're not required to fire a warning shot. Yeah, no, I, I saw the video of him, that fucking douchebag Frank Hassel had been harassing him for a while on Twitter, on YouTube, on all kinds of other places, anywhere Boogie existed, and then found Boogie's address and showed up at his house. Like, he, I'm surprised Boogie didn't just shoot him in the chest, just straight up kill the man on the spot. Well, you know, he told him several times, too, that he did not want him to come to his house that he did not want to play this stupid game with him. You know, mm-hmm. he, he warned the guy several, several, several times over and over and over again. Nobody listens. Yeah. Uh, Senator Ryan Paul tore into Fossey, Fossey, man, right into his face. Yeah, I know I'm mispronouncing his name. It's on purpose. Uh, he's asking the right questions, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh... Where did the coronavirus come from? Why are we not asking where it came from anymore? Why is Fauci not asking where it came from anymore? Well, you know, we were talking a little bit, you and I, yesterday about how, you know, now it's starting to come to light that Fauci basically used a loophole in the system to provide funding to the Wuhan labs that were studying these viruses, learning how to make them aggressive. Okay, they actually have a certain name for it. I have it written down here. Uh, as I read, I'll, I'll come across it. But basically, 
uh, he provide you know he uses loophole to provide funding to the Wuhan lab and he asked him point blank in front of God and everybody he said did Americans provide funding through taxpayers dollars to the Wuhan lab that was responsible for this COVID outbreak and Fauci denied it right to America's not even just to America's face but to the world's face he tried to do a little you know how they are man he tried to do a little bit of fancy footwork wordplay you know <clears throat> and uh, he says that these things are also being funded here in America that we are studying these things here there's, yeah, but there's a difference between studying them and, you know, funding them for another nation. Well, yeah, because as you can tell, when we do things in-house, we have a little bit more control over, you know, what gets out and what doesn't. Because we have a lot of regulations here, you know, a lot of red tape, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We at least try and keep people to a code of ethics. Kind of. Uh... When Senator Ryan Paul was talking to Fauci, uh, Fauci, Dr. Fauci, he would not deny that Kofufu could escape or could have escaped from the Wuhan lab. Okay, so if if Fauci come to find out used the loophole. To fund something that basically the American people directly said, we do not want this funded. Wouldn't that be like a criminal act? Because he deliberately went against, like, I mean, he broke the law. You know what I'm saying? So wouldn't that be considered a criminal act, would you think? Eventually, yeah. Like maybe even potentially like a war crime. He funded them in they research this virus and all of a sudden, oh, the entire fucking world is now affected by said virus. You funded in another country. Technically, yeah. I mean, technically, this is like villain shit, man. Like, this is the kind of shit you see like 007 stop. This is like Bond villain shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Fauci. I feel like any day Fauci's gonna get up there fucking put his mix his, his pinky finger up to his lip and be like, I demand one million dollars from the world. Oh, I will never let you... Like Dr. Evil hiding in a volcano lair in, yeah. on some island in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Dude, I can see it. Tell me, Fauci, I'm looking at him right now. Shave his head. Put him in the big spin-around chair. <laughs> Give him the bald cat. Do you see it? Do you see it? Well, just him rolling around in the chair, just <laughs> they have all my plan. I've masked the entire world, <laughs> and soon I will vaccinate them and their children as well. Man, he's a villain if I've ever seen one. Jeez, like if Fa I feel like if Fauci sat down next to one of us in a restaurant, like, we just get up and move. Like, even if our food had already came to the table, we just pick our plates up and just change. <laughs> nah, I don't want to sit next to this guy. He's a problem. Fucking insane. Get out of here. Yeah, like, you know the guy that you see in the store that opens all the egg containers 
and like sets them on the ground and then you know he's they're looking for the perfect eggs he's that guy Fauci lives in a perfect world that doesn't exist or I guess in his mind an imperfect world that does So yeah, Ryan Paul tore right off into Fauci's ass. Made him look like a fool. It was glorious. You, if you haven't seen it, uh, you know, whenever you're bored, maybe feeling a little down on yourself, and you're like, man, my life's rough. Just go watch our superhero Ryan Paul just smack the shit out of Fauci, and you feel a lot better. <laughs> my man, Ryan Paul, you're looking more and more attractive every day. Get you some freedom. Well, did you, what you got on your mind there? I heard you go to talk. No, I uh, I was looking through. I'd, like, you know me. I'm fucking terrible at social media and shit. Yeah. So it ended up affecting me a lot in like my art shit, too. And so last night, I spent like an hour and a half just uploading shit, looking through my files. Like, oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, I haven't even uploaded it anywhere because I'm an idiot. Oh. So now I'm looking through and... Uh, looking how the they're doing. So did you see, boy, oh boy, Florida has gotten their shit together in, in the last 10 years, haven't they? They went from bath salt zombies eating people's faces off to passing awesome things, awesome laws to tighten up their voting. I mean, Governor DeSantis passed some laws uh, prohibiting riots, Love to see that. Mm. Mm. He's a good-looking man, isn't he? Man, I like that DeSantis. I like people that stand up for freedom. Justice. Uh, that's right. It, there's a difference between protesting peacefully and rioting, as we all have all found out in the last two years. Uh. <laughs> but wait, there's even more. He also supports our law enforcement officers and our first responders. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but he said he's going to do a $1,000 pandemic bonus for the first responders. Boy, he knows how to keep cops and first responders, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. he I guess he gives them appreciation for doing a job that's hard. And uh, un unlike up in New York, uh, he doesn't defund the shit out of them because he knows that the police are an important entity of our social structure. Boy, I mean, you, as, as much as I like owning my own gun, I would say I don't think you should hand any any measure of the law into my hands. Because if you... If, I remotely dislike you and think you're being an idiot. I'm just going to shoot you. I'm just going to cleanse the gene pool on the spot. Oh, gosh. Woo. And see, that's why we have law enforcement officers. Like AOC would be the first on the list. Oh, there's no oh, law anymore? You can't, that gene pool right there. You, can't, you can't say that. They'll hang you nowadays for saying something like that, man. Like, I, and I know there's people out there in the world that are like me that would do that kind of shit, and that's what the law is supposed to prevent because... Yeah. Well, there's cops out there, and if we started cleansing the gene pool, well, we'd go to prison forever, and I don't really fancy myself, I don't really fancy going to prison, so. 
you're held accountable. You know, up in New York, they're defunding cops like crazy, man. Like it's the, you know, because that's the in style thing to do. What is it you say all the time? It's trendy. So they're taking cops off the streets, okay? And, uh, you know, something I think is kind of weird. Um, the crime rate is going up. That's so strange, isn't it? It's like almost like they're removing the entity that enforces laws. And so the criminals that don't care about laws are like, oh, well, now there's no one to stop us. Oh, what? You mean we can just get away with robbing shit now? Free of charge? I imagine living in New York is terrifying right now, man. Like, could you imagine just sitting there in your apartment that's small? You know, eating your breakfast, drinking a little bit, a cup of coffee. Somebody kicks in your door and like you just I guess you just don't even get up. Like you just keep eating your breakfast and, and you're like all the import, all the expensive shit. Somebody already got it yesterday. You're too late. The robber's like, damn, give me them scrambled eggs. And you're like, man, come on, man. This is my only scrambled egg. Give me them scrambled eggs. You ain't calling the police. They don't exist anymore. That fuck that stupid teacher just like they break into your house. Hey, what's up? You want some eggs? Yeah, yeah. You just gotta greet the fucking the crooks now. Like, hey, I'm a uh, I'm making French yeah. toast. If you hang around, for, hang around for fifteen minutes. We got the maple bacon too. It's thick cut. Don't worry, cops aren't coming because I can't call them. Wow. <laughs> Robert yesterday done stole my phone. <laughs> you know, I love it too because it's like DeSantis and Kumo. It's like they're they're arch rivals, isn't it? It's it's really kind of like when you look at it in the right light. DeSantis is like a superhero that's trying to save. He's Batman, dude. DeSantis has become Batman, and Kumo is is like the Joker. For yeah. Like he's manically laughing while he's killing all these people's grandmas and papas with a smile on his face like the Joker. <laughs> and I got away with it too. <laughs> Gotham's mine now, Batman. Any day. It's like any the, door, like any the day, opposite of every Scooby villain ever. Instead of. I would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. There are no meddling kids. They're just getting away with it. Every every night. Uh, yeah, dude, it'll be any minute. And fucking, you'll have Arnold running for California again, and, and then he'll show up like Bane. Oh, Batman. I see that you have come to the party. I was wondering which would break first. Your COVID numbers or your spirit. You know, if COVID was as bad as they try to make it seem, don't you think Florida would be a massive fucking graveyard? Isn't that, like, where all the old people go to retire? Isn't that, yeah. the, isn't that the part of the country that we ship mom and dad to when they start using a diaper and we're like, eh, I love you, but I'm not wiping you. You have no idea. You know, there and... So retirement homes and fucking golf courses in Florida. It is ridiculous. 
you, you'd think that they'd be hurting real bad for a population, but they just gained some congressional seats while New York is losing congressional seats. Now, I'm having a hard time looking at the numbers, deciding if New York is losing these congressional seats because so many people moved away from New York to other places like Texas and Florida because they hate that these blue states are ran like, you know, communistic countries. Or if these blue states lost such a population from, you know, uh, killing a whole bunch of people in nursing homes, in New York's case, or due to riots in, you know, Minneapolis's case. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm having a hard time discerning on whether or not it's people migrating away from these places or people that weren't lucky enough to migrate and they just, the essentially the state killed them. Yeah. Oh, what? You didn't move out in time? Oh, well, I guess you get to die. Up. Oh, you didn't move out of New York in time. We're going to lock you in a nursing home. And we're going to put a couple rabid panthers in there with you. We're going to call them Kofufu. That's their cute nickname. Don't worry. Fauci helped raise it. <laughs> They're going to be your, uh, your caretakers. Don't worry, they're going to take care of you. Real good care of you. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. But yeah, man, I like that Governor DeSantis down there in Florida. He's really he's really pulled Florida together. He's They've went from bath salt zombies eating people's faces off in the streets to passing rock-hard laws that, that I like to see. DeSantis is showing support for his... For his first responders and his boys in blue so they know how to keep cops down there you know we see i don't know this isn't being covered by the mainstream media because they don't want a lot of people to realize that this is the backlash effect but you know in florida and various other places throughout the country they're having a real hard time getting folks to become cops getting new law enforcement and they're actually having a real hard time not just getting folks to become law enforcement but keeping people who have been law enforcement for quite some time. Yeah, I mean, there's no incentive. You've been a law, you've been a cop your whole life, trying to do because most of these guys that have been in there for a long time are the good cops, the ones yeah. that have dedicated yeah. their lives to helping and saving ordinary people, and all of that work that they've done their entire lives, you're basically just pissing on them right in their face. Well, not just that, well, not just that, but I mean, think about it, you know, usually bad cops, like, let's be realistic, we live in reality, okay, but sometimes there are bad cops, there are dirty cops, there are cops that shouldn't become cops that do become cops somehow, because the system's not perfect, will it ever be perfect? No, because we live in reality, we're not perfect, we're flawed, so anything we create will be flawed, that's the reality of it, right? So, normally, cops that, you know, make a career of it and they're older cops normally those cops are you know pretty seasoned they know how to handle things well and and they've made it through the rankings as to where you know we all fear getting pulled over by that new hot young cop that's got something to prove you know and he's gonna write the biggest fucking ticket he can because it's the first ticket he's ever written you know we all we all fear getting stopped by that cop but here's the thing is like you said, when you have the the system in place to where the cop 
that is abusing his right of being a cop gets punished or removed, that's a good thing because it gives incentives for cops who are good to stay in the force because they will, the bad cops will get weeded out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a perfect process, but the process works. Can we better this process? Yeah, I think we can. I think we can office, we can address some of the, the uh, policies that police police by. I think we should address the training issue. I think officers should feel confident with their ability to subdue a perpetrator uh, with minimal effort. Because if they feel confident in their physical ability to subdue somebody, they're less likely to draw a gun or to draw a taser. You see what I'm saying? They don't need to resort to that because they have the knowledge to avoid it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that, I'd, I'd, I would love to see an uptick of like our vets becoming cops. Well, some of them, because some of them, you know, I'm, and I love our vets, and you know that. You, I have like our mentally stable ones. Cause yeah, yeah. Some of them are messed up from war, man, and and that yeah. you know that I'm not talking down at them at all. War is a terrible thing, and it does terrible things. And some people, like mentally, it affects them in a negative way, you know, and they get PTSD or whatever. So I mean, you got to be kind of careful on on who you who who you put where. But I agree. I also there was a while back where you were talking to me about you think that you thought it would be a good idea to put. Uh, good vets uh, in schools as security to to guard our children. I thought that was a brilliant idea. Oh yeah, like I, I you know, my I've told you before, like my dad is a Vietnam vet, and over the years being on the road with him, I've met a lot of other Vietnam vets out there, and these guys are some of the oddly nicest and scariest people you can ever meet. I would love to see them as security guards or cops because our Vietnam vets are, they're this weird class of vet that they are veterans. But at the same time, the Vietnam war was also really, really fucking bad. And then even when they came home, they weren't even received very well when they came back. There were people spitting on them in the streets and stuff, man. Yeah. Like my dad's, whenever he would meet another vet would be to shake his hand and tell him, welcome home, brother. Because they never got that when they came back. Speaking speaking of vets, up in New York, uh, this is something I seen. Um, you know, most vets will have a little parade for Memorial Day weekend. You know, and people go out, and that's kind of their day to shine, and and for people to come out and say, "Hey, thanks for your service. Thanks for the freedom I get to enjoy this Big Mac in my hand." throw some candy at me and hit me in the face. The kids love it. We show our respect. You know what I'm saying? That's that's age-old tradition of honoring our, our men in uniform, okay? Well, I guess up in New York, uh, the vet uh, went to file for their permit for the parade, you know, that they normally do, and they filed for it the same way they do every year and everything, and there is talk that they may not allow the vets to do their parade. That's immediately how you piss off your entire constituency. How crazy is that, man? Think about that. How disrespectful. If these men are brave enough to go to fucking war 
If these men are brave enough to sign that piece of paper and sign away those years of their life to serve our country, I think it should be their fucking choice on whether or not they're brave enough to march through the dreaded streets of Kofufu, New York. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be wanting to parade around in New York, but it's not the Kofufu. That's not the reason. It's the lack of police. That's the reason that I wouldn't want to be parading in New York because I would I would be fearful that I would be robbed. Yeah. Crazy, man. So, I guess now we'll get to watch Biden and friends start to bail out these deeply blue and deeply corrupt states with taxpayers' money, of course. Uh, Biden's going to do $350 billion, with a B. Billion. One more time. Billion dollars, three hundred fifty billion dollars. Okay, and he wants to use it as "quote unquote" COVID relief funds. Um, California just announced that they have a seventy-five billion dollar surplus. That means they have seventy-five billion dollars the government gave them that they didn't use, right? Right. Not. And uh, Cali's still going to get twenty-seven billion dollars from. The three hundred and fifty billion that I. Why would they use seventy five billion dollars to basically fix all of the shit wrong with the state? You know why would we do that? Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, infrastructure. Dude, look at how look at how New York's been fucking. Look at how Bill De Blasio's been spending the COVID money, dude. He's spending it like he's fucking no tomorrow. When COVID very first hit, he's popping up all these fucking. Tents and all this other crazy shit. Guess what? Never actually ended up needing it. Trump sent a boat up there. You remember he sent that fucking medical boat up there to New York, man. They never yeah. used it. The value, like they keep printing money like it's no tomorrow. The value of the dollar is gonna tank. Just plummet like a fucking stone chucked into the Great Lakes. At this rate. We, we are on our way to becoming Venezuela in terms of currency. Like, it'd be better just to wipe your ass with a dollar than spend it. Well, I mean, if, if they keep going the way they're going, you're 100% right, man. And here's the bad thing is these people in charge that are doing this, know, they're not stupid. They know what they're doing. It's deliberate. They pretend like they're stupid, but they're not. They like just like when Nancy Pelosi got caught without that mask in that fucking hair salon, and she said, "Oh, they set me up." They didn't set you up, Pelosi. You went there to get your fucking haircut because you're you're a privileged prick. You thought, "Oh, well, I'm Nancy Pelosi, and I'm more fucking important than everybody else, so I don't have to fucking obey the rules." I, I got to look good in the background while I tear up State of the Union addresses. Yeah, I got to look. Listen, my hair's got to be on point when I invent this fuck you clap thing I've been generating up for years. I finally get a chance to use it. I need my... Mm, got to have my hair did. Damn, got caught on camera. No mask. In a hair salon. That shouldn't be open. Getting your hair done. 
when these are your rules, Nancy Pelosi. I would love to get somebody like Nancy Pelosi or AOC to come into the dark woods. Wouldn't that be such a great conversation with me and them? Could you could you imagine it, Senator? It, it would be the most confusing, stupid-ass fucking conversation ever. At some point, I just stop trying to argue logic with them, and I just start making shit up, too, just to fuck with them. I'd be like, oh, I saw that swastika sticker on your, on your fucking Tesla, AOC. She, oh, I'd watch her have a fucking meltdown. <laughs> her fucking head would explode. I think that that's what I do to most liberals. I love it, man. Like, when when they start just talking random nonsense to me, that doesn't make sense. Like, oh, well, there's a billion genders out there, and gender and sex are social constructs. I'm like, oh. Well, I'm 14. And they're oh, like, what? If my dick is a social construct, does that mean I don't have to wear pants anymore? Yeah, because it, hey, right. hey. Take, listen, right now, take them off. Because <laughs> it's social construct, you don't need that social construct, which means it's up to the the discretion of me to say what it is. That means I can walk around outside with my pants off. Literally, everything's a social construct except for nature. Okay, nature is nature; it's natural. Okay, we have an effect on nature, but. Most things that nature produces is natural. It's it's a nature natural thing. Oh, weird! You know something? Um, n- we're produced by nature. And, yeah. Uh, we have penises or vaginas, or every now and then, for an extremely small amount of the population, we have what's referred to as a genetic anomaly. So I guess. I Gender and sex technically wouldn't be a social construct. I guess that would be technically a natural construct, wouldn't it? Nature made that, right? Yeah. I mean, they like to... These people like to argue about Darwin's theory of evolution, blah, 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 blah. We all came from monkeys, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, well, through that thought process, you are saying that through over thousands of years, we developed testicles or ovaries, a penis or vagina. We lactate milk or we have hairy nipples that no one wants to look at. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and, and so by doing that, I mean, I'm just saying like, and correct me if I'm wrong, by, by that thought process, you are saying that... It's not a social construct, gender and sex, that it is a natural construct. And so that just takes away their entire argument. I love that long, awkward silence when when you're processing something like deep that I've just said, and you're just like, ah, yeah, I like this. This tastes It's logical to me because, like, you know, I've, I've always been a man more of science than anything. And, like, we as creatures have always been very interesting, physically and mentally. We're very weird, absurd creatures. Well, we, what I think is funny is as, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's funny because as creatures, 
we claim to always want to seek out knowledge, but we so rarely do it as a society. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we claim that, oh, we're always trying to better ourselves, but how many people in society sit down and watch Family Guy compared to sitting down and watching a documentary on cutting-edge breaking science? I know, like, a lot of the, the cool learning shows that I remember when I grew up, they're just not on air anymore. Like, you know, you've, you've heard me say it before. I used to love the shit out of how it's made. That show was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that goes back to the dumbing down of society because if we're all too stupid to, to watch people, then we won't hold anybody accountable. If you're too stupid to unravel the, the, the twisty tales to look through the static fog, then you're too stupid to hold somebody accountable. Yeah, basically. You know, we have a power grab going on right now in our system. I don't even know. I, I don't even feel comfortable calling it a federal constitutional republic anymore which is what america should be but we clearly are no longer that they're attacking the constitution left and right i mean basically nancy pelosi and her goon squad are fucking treating the the, the constitution the same way nancy pelosi treated the state of the union address it's just a suggestion i got a suggestion for you fuck off nancy pelosi Stop fucking with our constitutional rights, AOC. My face. Oh. I'd like to say something just real fast because I know we got listeners overseas. I know we got listeners that are in lockdowns right now. And I just want to say if anybody out there is in lockdown and you're listening and you're alone, you're not alone. And things are changing. And not for the worse. They're changing for the better. People are starting to wake up. People are starting to see through the fear. Fear is an amazing weapon. And it's being garnished right now against people all over the world by their governing people in power. But people are starting to wake up. People are starting to come around. They're starting to see the hypocrisy of how you can't gather to have a, you know, a a right-leaning or conservative viewpoint. You can't have a whole bunch of people like that together because Kofufu will just spread like wildfire. But you can get together in a BLM and do a riot and burn down a whole bunch of buildings and everything's okay. People are starting to wake up to this. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a, a speaker on, a caller the other day, a Miss Lady Bomber. Uh, she lives in New York. She told us about a online website to pull Kumo out of office. Game right out of there. Take away his power. I like that. I think that should happen. I think he should be stripped of his power. And then I think that he should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law by the district attorney for not just providing fraudulent numbers, which is deceiving the public, and technically a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. 
but I think that they should go over him with a fine tooth comb because obviously he's all he's already lying. So what else has he lied to us about? He'll blatantly lie to you about this. So what else will he blatantly lie right to your face about? You see what I'm getting at here, man? Yeah. I mean, like everything I've ever heard coming from New York when it comes to the COVID shit is always they give you one set of numbers and then like a week or so down the line they're like, yeah, those weren't the real numbers. We we fudged them to not get in trouble because they're actually higher than that. Oh, those numbers were fake too. Here's the real numbers, and it, like it's it's always like that. Kumo, when listen, let's. I'm gonna need you to gaze into the campfire because I'm gonna take us back in time. Hold on to your scythe and get ready to defend us. Here we go. Don't you remember that when COVID was going on, when the Kofufu very first started up, all of media was praising Kumo on how great of a leader slash job he was doing in New York. He was the savior, the prime principle of what we should do during these dark Kofufu times. He wrote a fucking book that that basically paints him as a hero, bro. And check this out. Check this out. Okay? Come to find out um, all of that was bullshit. What the book should have been called is This is How I Murdered Your Grandparents. That's, that's what I just thought. He wrote a book and it's, it's just like 300 blank pages because the first page all it says is I killed them. The end. Yeah. This is, this is how I lowered the population in New York. I killed all the old people. I killed Grandma. Yeah, Grandma didn't yeah. get run over by a reindeer. She got ran over by Kumo. <laughs> Grandma got run over by COVID. <laughs> Grandma got blindsided by Kumo. Walking home one late, one night late from the store. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kumo was busy checking out that flashy whore. <coughs> oh, man. What's he got against old people, man? Why's he got to be like that? Because he, he's getting old. He fears they're going to do it to him. Man, a lot of these... Listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. A lot of these senators slash congressmen, uh, it's time for them to get the fuck out. Like, it's time for them to move on and go find something else to do. And exist back in public as normal people. Because, like, like I said, DeSanchez, he's a younger guy. I mean, you've seen him, uh, like on t on on the on the television box, haven't you? Center. Yeah, like a lot of our apparently Democrats. I'm looking at a list of like how long senators normally run. The longest person that was ever in office was John Dingle, D-I-N-G-E-L-L, Dingle. Yeah. And he was in office, you're not going to believe this, 1926 to 2019. Wow, that's impressive. 
59 years and 21 fucking days for the state of Michigan, and he was a Democrat. Here's the question. How many bills did he get through? See, that's the real question. Because, see, the top nine people are all Democrats. And then there's the tenth one is a Republican for Alaska. You know, it's Alaska. No, he's still in office, actually. There's no end date. We have all these old people in office that have been running the country forever, further and further into the dirt forever claiming that they're doing the right thing while they're just lining their own pockets okay why don't we take these people out who aren't doing a good job and why don't we put some young blood in there man i like de sanchez he's kind of a younger guy when you set stand him next to nancy pelosi and he, i think this is doing a great job down there in florida i like ted cruz he's no he's no spring chicken but he's he's definitely younger than fucking Mitch McConnell. I, I was actually surprised that Mitch McConnell, I think like a couple days ago, when some of that shit came out, he was actually on the Republican side. He figured out where his lines were. Oh, wow. I'm impressed. Oh, here's Joe Biden right here. Joe Biden has been in office 36 years, 12 days. Democrat, Delaware. From like 1942. Like, hmm. You know, you would think people would be able to look back and see who these people are when they're running. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think that the media hoodwinked America on this election. And I know that people are getting deplatformed for that left and right. And that should make you question that. That should make you immediately think in your mind, well, if the election was so like legitimate and free and fair, why are you so worried about us talking about it? And why are you so worried about us looking at everybody trying to talk about it? Yeah. Mm. Because they screamed for four years when Donald Trump was in office that he didn't win, that they, that he's not their president, blah, 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 blah. And Donald Trump, they scream Russian collusion, this, that, and the other. And what did Donald Trump say? Donald Trump didn't say, hey, shut the fuck up. Donald Trump said, hey, if you want to look into it, look into it. But we're going to business. Mm-hmm. And that is not their attitude about it. They're like, oh, you want to look into something? Fuck off. You look into something. Like, how long did they hound Trump just for, like, his, like, tax info and shit like oh, that? God. But yet... We, we haven't had any of that on Joe Biden. Where's where's the laptop, Joe? I want to see that laptop, Joe. I want to know what's on that laptop, damn it, Joe. No, I already know what's on that laptop. A bunch of real damning shit. They had a chance to take the drives, and they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> you'd, think, you'd think they'd be smart enough to at least take the drives from Rudy Giuliani when they raided his fucking office and home and take the drives and throw them into the ocean but they're not even that bright that's what pisses me off the most about it oh they they never got to evidence um record of them somebody just sent this to me so i'm gonna do a quick breaking news on it because i haven't looked into it yet very much because i just got it during the show but one of the shadow ninjas just used the shadow channels to whisper in my ear and apparently the cia has another 
recruitment video that just came out and uh, they they basically doubled down on their wokeness is what it says i'll have to we'll talk more about this tomorrow because i i'll have to do some research on it did you ever see the first one that they put out yeah i did see that oh man that's definitely who I want in charge of surveilling the country slash world for me. Are those people? Mm-hmm. Woo, thank God. What? Biden what? administration director calls for violence against ICE. Yeah, because you definitely fucking want that, right? Yeah. Man, I don't know what the fuck people think is going to happen in the next three years. Look at what, four months deep, we're having gas shortages, the border is just surging out of control. Mm-hmm. I, I feel worse, honestly, after, I hope Biden doesn't get elected again, and at the rate he's going, I highly doubt he is, because he's fucking everybody's lives up, including his own constituency. I feel worse for whoever's going to get elected after him, Democrat or Republican, that's going to have to clean up his shitty-ass mess. Dude, with this with this new H.R. 1 voting bill reform, there's not going to be any more Republicans that get elected. The Democrats will make sure of that if this passes. Only the people that they want to appoint to power will be appointed to power. Have you looked at this voting, this voting reform bill? It'll basically make every state voting law pointless. They, they can rig the election to their heart's content and nobody can question it. Nobody can question it. Whatsoever. Yeah, question our power to prison with thee. They're already showing us how they feel when we question an election. They've already shown that. They said, oh, you dare question the election that could potentially have been fucked with and has already been proven in several different fucking ways that it has been? How dare you question that? Oh, don't start saying that, Dark Bear. I see the circle burning into the ground over there now. I should not have said that. Damn it. I only got so many more before she ends up popping into the media again. I'm so happy. I think she's actually being pushed out of the limelight, as I've seen, because another child activist has been pushed into the limelight. I don't get my advice from children. Public eye. Thank God. You know what? I I got friends that have kids. <laughs> Sometimes they try to tell me things. You know what I tell mm-hmm. them? They say, Uncle Bear, you shouldn't smoke cigarettes. Those are bad for you. I look at them and I go, you're right. Shut up. And I just finish my cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you you should you shouldn't smoke. Hold on, let me. Yeah, let me just finish this cigarette, and then I'll be inside. You go back to your mom and dad in there. You know what this cigarette does? This cigarette keeps me from strangling you on the spot. I don't think why everybody thinks that they can tell everybody else how to live nowadays. Like people, let me explain something to you. Mind your own fucking business. Now, I'm not talking to all you productive members of societies out there 
who are currently being screamed at as a racist or a bigot because you are a critical thinker and you don't just listen to what the mass media tells you because you're not a sheep. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking to all these blue-haired out there that that think that they're a social justice warrior and they're out there virtue signaling, screaming at people who put their fucking mask on and fucking this and that, man-spreading and all that. Hey, you there. Shut the fuck up. Wait. My face. I told the guy the other day, because we don't have mask mandate where I live. I didn't wear a mask when there was a mandate where I live, because I live in America. And that pissed a lot of people off. You know what I tell them? Mind your fucking business. If you don't want, if you, listen, you're endangering yourself even more if you really believe all that stupid shit by coming over here and engage and talk with me when I'm not wearing a mask. I, I had fully thought of, I wish I could rig some kind of like face mask into that horse mask I have, and then just wear that shit around. Man, I don't get it. Like, if you want to wear a mask, more power to you. I'm not going to tell you you can't, because that would be the exact opposite of what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you should not be forcing other people yeah. to wear a mask. You know what I'm getting at here, man? Like, if you if you want to wear a mask, I don't care. Why would, yeah, I, like why would it, I remember in the beginning they were propping up Japan for wearing masks, but Japan wears masks. They they were wearing masks long before COVID even hit. That's <laughs> in their society over there. And people can do it whether they you can choose to do it. It's not mandatory by the government. Yeah. They just understood, you know, yeah, when COVID came out everybody masked up and the COVID rates in Japan dropped like a fucking stone. But that's also because the Japanese people were smarter about it. And you know, they're also like sterilizing everything, public transportation streets, like they're driving. I mean, it's totally different. You know, islands are much the Japan's an Island, man. It's much smaller. It's much easier to contain something in that small of an area. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like we we here in the states, we couldn't do what Japan did to contain it as best they could, because you know, just our land mass alone, some of our cities are as big as half of Japan. Exactly, it would be much much harder. There's no way we could institute that kind of shit. And and you also got to take into consider, you know, like we talk a lot about, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, the difference in culture and how. You know, uh, you know, normally people of Asian descent, they push their children academically and uh, sometimes in other things as well, you know, musically or, uh, you know, alternative things outside of school so that when they get to college level, they can have a whole bunch of really good outstanding shit on their college application. And that's one of the main reasons that colleges limit how many Asian kids are allowed to, you know, get free tuition or whatever it is, whatever they call it. Yeah. And and it's a cultural thing. You know, it starts, you know, we hear people say it all the time. You know, it starts at home. It starts at home. It starts at home. But here's the thing. If people don't raise their children right, 
They don't teach their children the right things because they're just like, oh, well, I'm going to let Sesame teach them. I'm going to let Sesame Street teach them what BLM is. Well, when they walk away from Sesame Street and, and your kids have a completely different political opinion than you because you allowed Big Bird to teach them politics, I don't want to hear anyone bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You let a biased source teach your kids. What did you expect? What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Like, to be, to be perfectly honest, kids shouldn't be learning anything about politics until after high school, to be honest. I, I agree. They should under they should start to kind of learn as kids how like our political system works. And when I say that, I'm, I'm talking about like how a bill becomes law. You know, what are the governing systems? What do they do? You yeah. know, that kind of stuff. You know, schoolhouse rock kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that's how I learned it. Because like, there was a government class in my high school that taught you like what the Constitution consists of, what each tier of the government does, what their purpose is to keep the checks and balances system that was originally put in. Like the, the basic way the government works. Do you know... How many full grown ass adults I can ask? Hey, do you know what the Supreme Court's function is in our judiciary system? And they'll look at me and they'll go, "Yeah, they rule things." Oh man, that makes me so mad when people do that because it, uh, I'm like, "Oh, so you don't actually know what they do? You're just repeating something." You know, people don't understand that the Supreme Court's main function is to interpret the constitutional laws and whether or not a law that has been passed is unconstitutional. Yeah. So, in effect, the reason they want to pack the Supreme Court is because then they can pass unconstitutional gun laws and they won't be overturned by the Supreme Court and ruled unconstitutional. That's why they want to pack the Supreme Court. That way, they can pass their extreme gun laws, and there will be no check or balance system to stop them. Yep. Same thing with the filibuster. Me and you talk about the filibuster sometimes, and why they want to get rid of it. You know, originally the filibuster was created to force further discussion and debate on a political issue. Okay, that's what its original functionality was that something is not uh, being agreed upon pretty heavily. And so they would filibuster to force debate to make compromise to make sure that a law didn't just get shoved through that the representatives disagreed with. Yeah. You see what I'm getting at here, man? These moves aren't accidental. These are all deliberate moves. They're tactical. They're intelligent moves. Everyone thinks Biden's in charge. I don't think Biden is intelligent enough to make these tactical decisions to this scale. Biden's not smart enough to make sure the nation gets gas consistently. I mean, he's already proved he's, he's not even trustworthy enough to walk up a set of stairs on his own. 
Yeah, I'm but, surprised. I'm surprised Secret Service didn't have to detain that stair. Like, come come with us, staircase. You're under arrest. Just a bunch of Secret Service guys beating the staircase with a bunch of batons. Yeah, we'll show you police brutality. You know, China. A lot of people don't know. Uh, they they think they know but they don't. China's government is very corrupt. And it controls all the media. Like, I have a few Chinese correspondents that I keep in touch with because we're friends and I enjoy their company. And, uh, you know, years ago when we very first met, I was like, man, I'm going to have to come over there sometime and you're going to have to take me to some restaurants and just show me around and let me get a taste of culture. And they're like, nope. And I was like, what? That is very rude of you. And they're like, nope, nope. We're telling you no because we like you. And mm -hmm. if, if you come here, you are going to, to be in a lot of danger of the government detaining you indefinitely. And I said, what? And they said, oh, yeah. They said, you talk shit about the CCP. And you guarantee they know. No, I was like, no, 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 no. They're like, let me explain something to you. And they showed me, okay. And China has a massive surveillance system with facial recognition, blah, 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 blah. And this isn't just in their big cities. Like, this is in every little nook and cranny of China. Okay. If it's a civilized area, boom, the system's in place. <laughs> All right. There's nowhere within China that you can hide from China. Okay? And that's how I get, a lot, I get a lot of my Chinese, Chinese news is through these correspondents. That's how I found out that the Chinese law officers were just taking bikes, motorcycles. They, the CCP decided, oh, we don't like motorcycles, so uh, take everyone's. And so people were that were out riding their motorcycles, cops just walk up and just be like, this motorcycle belongs to the state now. Get the fuck off of it. And if they were non-compliant and giving up that motorcycle, that, you know, they paid money for, um, they got the shit beat out of them. In some cases, the officers were nice enough to, you know, fucking uh, drag them down the street. <laughs> but they left with the bike every time. Cops left with the bike. And people don't... Mm -hmm. Oh, it can't be like that here. It can't be like that here. Well, didn't the, didn't the FBI and the CIA just say not too long ago how they're using facial recognition software to trace down every person that was at the January 6th incident? Yep. Hmm. Even though it was the protesters that were hurt more than anybody else and they're letting Black Lives Matter retards get away with stuff, Let's please, you know, let's hunt down a bunch of people that went to the Capitol because it's the worst terrorist attack we've ever had in American soil. So what you're telling me is that they can use facial recognition software to hunt down people that they have a disagreement with politically, but they won't use that exact same software to hunt down people who are lighting neighborhoods and 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 uh, businesses on fire and looting 
and uh, carrying on and doing all of this. They won't use it to stop that from happening, but they'll use it to stop something that happens in their backyard, but not in your backyard. It's essentially what you're telling me. Yep, and then use it as justification to basically turn D.C. into a police state. Hmm. What, what if there's another riot? What if Joe Biden's put in danger? He's a danger to himself. Why don't yeah. you have him in cage? You need to arrest those stairs. <laughs> Just Biden walking out in a suit made of, like, bubble wrap? I don't get it's it, like, man. If he's such... Listen, here's, here's what I don't get, is why people don't understand... These people in power aren't protecting you. They're protecting themselves. They won't come to your aid when there is a mob burning your city to the ground, raping people and beating old ladies in the street. But they will immediately summon up the army to defend the capital because that's where they work. That's where they sleep. See, I'd, I'd actually seen a thing, I think, a few days ago that was people berating Trump on how he dealt with, like, Antifa and, like, the autonomous zones and shit like that. And they seem to forget that he tried to help them. He tried to send in the National Guard, but it's the mayors and governors of those states that can say no to the National Guard going in and beating these people with sticks until they comply. They said no. That means technically Trump has no power to do anything. Because if he did, it would be unlawful. You are 100% correct, sir. You are 100% correct. And when everything got bad, they're just like, oh, it's Trump's fault. Like, bitch, he tried. They ha a governor has to request the aid of the National Guard in order for the president to send them. He can activate them, which he did. He activated the National Guard, and he told them, the National Guard is active. We can have this resolved in a half hour. I am awaiting the call from the governor, and as soon as we get the call, boom, we'll move in and we'll shut it down. And then as soon as he said that, what that what that woman say? She got booed not too long ago, uh, the governor of Chicago. Uh, she said, oh, what did she say? She said something right along the line. Of we don't want Trump's racist police force to come in. We have peaceful protests. And, you know, in the background, there's things on fire, of course. There's more people dying in Chicago and Detroit every day than any other city in the States. You know. Man, I feel anyone up there in New York from the dark woods, from the dark bear himself. I am so sorry. But you need to get those politicians under control. They're going crazy. You're letting them kill your, your elderly. Like the, the simplest thing. Don't fucking vote Democrat. Start pulling. There is a website. We made it. We announced it uh, the, last, the last show with Lady Bomber. Uh, to, to pull these politicians out of office. We don't need to wait for the next round of elections. We need to act now. They're tearing your country apart now. We're only four months into Biden, and there's gas shortages. 
the the borders being bum rushed. They are Thousands trying already lost. They're trying to rewrite the entire voting laws for every state. We're only yeah. four months in. We got three more years, ladies and gentlemen. Do we want to mm-hmm. see how bad things can get in the next three years? At this, at this rate, like the plane has already been shot and we're on fire. Now it's just to watch the spiral. You know, we talk about this saying a lot. Uh, when Biden addressed Congress, he said, when I came into power, America's house was on fire. And I lost it. I, like, my wife had to pause the video because I was I, I stood up. You know, when you see people um, that watch sports and they're like a ref makes a bad call and they get all huffed up. And like, what are you talking about? Are you blind? I'm that guy, but with politics. Okay. I jumped up when he was like, um, when I took over, America's house was on fire. And I lost my shit. My lady bear, she was just laughing at me because I was like, fuck yeah, America was on fire because you pricks lit it on fire. You're not going to tell anybody that part, though. Are you? You're not going to tell anybody you were the son of a bitch running around pouring gasoline all over America and then you lit your fucking cigarette off the hot molten ashes that you generated. Mm Mm-hmm. And you still haven't put that fire out. They promised us. They said, oh, if Joe Biden gets in, it'll be a return to normalcy. That was his whole fucking campaign that I deeply disagreed with. But that was his whole campaign is, well, if we just put Joe Biden in office, I'll make everybody calm and we'll just go back to normal old America where we can have fucking iced tea and the 4th of July with our neighbors and we can have a beer or two with our friends and we can laugh heartily with our wives. That was the promise. That's how he got elected. I would say I'm hoping the people that voted for him, I hope they're watching this. Like, I, I have a shred of hope for humanity that we're not entirely stupid. I hope these people see that they got fucking played. And they got played hard. I don't think they just got played. I think we all None of it he has fucking done. None of his promises has he even come close to doing. He's completely turned to 180 and be like, Haha, bitches, I'm elected. I don't have to do what you say anymore. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, he he uh, is keeping true to one thing. He's definitely changing America in a very radical, quick way. He is allowing. He's taken full control of the media, which is so blatantly obvious at this point. If you haven't watched the Project Veritas James O'Keefe outing, CNN pushing propaganda for Joe Biden, pushing propaganda on the COVID, exploding the numbers on COVID to make it seem way worse than it actually is. You know, yeah. go ahead. True. All, all he's really doing is he's doing a good job of hiding all the shit. He's not even doing that. They're not even doing that. They used to do a good job at hiding all the bad shit, but they're not even doing that anymore. Now they're just blatantly telling you, oh, you have no rights. Biden, in his day of the Congress, said that we, government, 
we are in control. He said that. He didn't say, we are the will of the people. He said, we are the people. Man. You'll notice they used to refer to themselves as representatives, as elected officials. Now they refer to themselves as leaders. Do you think that that's an accidental choice of words? No, they planned it. You know, I know a few leaders out there in the world. Xing Ping's a leader. Kim Jong-un is a leader. Kim Jong-il was a leader. Pol Pot was a leader. Stalin was a leader. Hitler was a leader. Like, hmm. Hmm. None of those people carry the title of elected official. Or uh, remembered fondly in history. Yeah. Strange. I wonder if there's a correlation with leaders and um, poor history. Because right now, they say that they're leaders and the country's fucking falling apart. And as the country falls apart, our civilization that used to be able to understand we're not always going to agree, but we have to live together, so let's not tear each other apart. We're um, changing our opinion on that very rapidly, and we're starting to decide, oh, well, um, there's a huge mass number of people who are indoctrinated in our country with leftist extreme agenda propaganda from CNN, and they're willing to get violent. Mm-hmm. You, you, more and more so, you see leftist people refer to people on the other side of the aisle not as gentle fellow or gentle lady or gentle man from the other side of the aisle. Not as a congressional comrade. But now they're starting to label Republicans and conservatives the enemy terrorist words have meaning we talk about that all the time center you know you are much more willing to do something to an enemy that you would not be willing to do to a neighbor or a friend there's a reason that the when the when armies go to war they label the enemy the enemy or they call them by a derogatory term and it is because they are dehumanizing the opposing force that way the soldiers in that army can mentally handle the burden of the fight am i wrong on that center like that's why you go to basic training is because you're receiving the, the physical programming and capacity and the mental programming and capacity to be able to carry out your duties as a soldier, right? Yeah, pretty much. You can't have compassion for your enemy. You have to see them as your enemy. Well, we... Words have an importance. We are fighting... For the wrong words 
we're right now we're fighting because people are going oh well there's a billion genders Ladies and gentlemen, listen, anyone who has a fucking brain already knows there are two genders and genetic anomalies. We don't have to argue this point. We've already proven this. We need to argue the point of the people like Maxine Waters who have a lot of control and pull when they go up and deliberately try to incite a riot... They're caught doing so, and then someone like Nancy Pelosi steps up to the plate and says, oh, that's okay for her to do that, and for you to call this person out, shame on you for it. Did you see when Nancy Pelosi did that? I was blown away. Yeah. Two-tier system. Two-tier systems are dangerous because the, the people in power are no longer in touch with reality. We see it all the time. You know, once upon a time, I believe it was Charlie Chaplin that said, we think too much and feel too little. But nowadays, we feel too much and we think too little. I mean, one of, one of the best speeches I've ever heard in politics is actually, ironically, from Charlie Chaplin after he did that satirical movie about Hitler and stuff. And th this was a man not particularly known for talking. You know, he was in the age of silent films. He chose to do that shit. The fact that that movie, he deliberately came out and made that speech should tell you a lot. You know... Every time I have to watch Biden give a speech, I have to cleanse my brain afterwards because, like, I'm so mad and I'm just so fucking furious about it. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll watch black and white, old school speeches given by, you know, true, real, actual representatives of America. And when I say that, I mean like people like uh, JFK who faced real problems in America. You know, there was a lot of uh, a lot of real racism going on back then, and JFK didn't shy away from it. Man, JFK stepped up to the plate. I don't know if you've ever watched his speech on civil rights, mm -hmm. but uh, it's amazing, isn't it? Like, like. Oh, yeah. It makes you proud to call yourself American. And then you yeah, watch... If there were more Democrats that were like him, we wouldn't have the problems we have now. And then we watch these speeches nowadays. Go back. Pick you out a president. One that you think was good. It doesn't have to be one that me and Sinner think are good. Just go back and find you one that you think is a good one. And... Watch their speech. If it's so far back in history, read their speech. Hey, listen out there in the dark woods, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let's try something out. If you have a speech that you enjoy in history, that you think is touching, that's moving, leave a comment on this on this show. Let me and Center know. We'll look it up. We'll check it out, and and maybe we'll even use it. In a show in the future. 
Because we, me and Sinner, we can't know everything. But together, all of us, if we all know a little bit, well, I guarantee you we're going to know a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's impressive how far Florida's come in such a short time. That gives me hope, man. Because it wasn't too long ago that me and you were making jokes like, oh, man, dude, what crazy thing has happened in Florida lately? But they've come a long way in a short time, haven't they? Yep, Florida man is in hibernation right now. His services aren't needed at the moment. They've got this. They've got this. Governor DeSantis is in control, and he's steering that boat just fine. You know, he passed uh, laws banning big tech out of elections down there. Did you know that? Yep. Wasn't wasn't there a thing recently, like, they're trying to smear him now, too, just like they are the other guy from Florida? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always their tactic. It's smear campaign, always. They try to discredit them. Oh, you oppose us? Oh, here, let us magically drum up. Oh, here's some rape allegations, or yeah. you were touching your secretaries. Yep. And they use it as a weapon and as a shield, because you'll notice when Kumo was getting accused of killing all them folks real hard on the media, uh, it went right to allegations of sexual conduct real fast, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And it stayed on that. They never went back to killing killing people's grandmas. You know, there's everything about Kumo has just disappeared from the net. There's just nothing. There's there's just hit. Now it's shit on him saying, I won't retire. Yeah, well, be, I imagine because there's a whole shit ton of people screaming in New York, get out of office! You're a murderer! I love my, I love my grandma. You took her from me! And I don't blame him. How am I supposed to get my sweet homemade cookies now, fucker? Damn it! I never got the recipe! I thought I had more time! So it's like Cheers the one thing I do. I, I like, you know, all my grandparents have been dead for many years now. And I can honestly say I miss my grandma Krenz. And she made the... I have never known the name of them. They're like these super thin, like, waffle cookies. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know the ones. I know the ones you're talking about. You break them apart and eat them like that. Yeah. You can make those things by, like, the ice cream bucket for holidays. And everybody that came over to visit her, you would go home with, like, a couple buckets of these things. But she was smart. She never passed the recipe or how she did them on to anybody else in the family. (laughs) So now... She passed. Nobody knows how to make them anymore. But guess what? I bet you still remember her, don't you? <laughs> you see what I, I loved at? having those things for Christmas. They were fucking delicious, and it was cool to go visit her and shit. But now it's like we don't. I don't get that anymore. You know, at least, at least, like my grand my grandparents died of natural causes. You know, Kumo didn't get to get to them. <laughs> Lucky you. There yeah, are other people who are not that <laughs> I don't think Kumo could have killed him now that I think about it. This man was on oxygen, had his oxygen, you know, the little nose tubes around his neck, lights a fucking cigarette, 
with uh, the oxygen on, lights his face on fire, burns his eyebrows off. And then goes back <laughs> to smoking the cigarette. Right? Check on him. And he's just sitting there. He turned the oxygen off. He's still smoking his cigarette. Yep. He didn't give a yep. shit. Yep. Let me tell you, man, he, they don't make them like a that. one-legged Korean vet, too. They don't make them like that no more nowadays, man. Nowadays, they're raising a bunch of women. We stopped making men, and now we just make lesser degrees of women that have wieners. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, it's it's nuts to me, man. It, we need to get a hold of our culture. We need to get a hold of our education system. We have been relaxed at the wheel too long. Cruise control didn't work. Come to find out, you still have to steer when you're moving at 60 miles an hour. And uh, we have careened out of control. And we are lost deep in the dark woods. And there's monsters out here. They're gobbling up people one at a time. But if we call out to one another and we pull each other out of the static fog so that we can see what's real and what's fantasy, we can see the monsters coming. And as you have said, and as I have said more and more, every time one of these monsters get exposed, they don't rear back and try to bite us. They run, they flee. Look at when, when Hillary came under fire for those laptops. Boy, her ass went under the radar for quite a while, didn't she? Mm-hmm. She didn't have nothing to say when she when she was in fear that she was going to be prosecuted as a criminal. These monsters aren't as scary as they seem. It's an illusion provided by the static fog from these trees and the dark woods. They poisoned our trees, and now they're poisoning your mind. So, I'm going to do a little plug here. And uh, I'm kind of new to this, so we'll try it out. Uh, we got some friends here on Podbean. And if my listeners are interested in some good shows, here are a few that I'll name off. Comedies and Culture. Great guy, great show, good opinions, good political views. I enjoy it. Slightly serious show, good show, good political points, good talk. The John Don Vito show, like that guy. Me and him, we we chat. I groove. I feel it. If you're feeling a little less of politics, uh, Dark Bear likes to attend the Old Man Show with Dina Joe and Eric Kirk. Uh, they have a good laugh in the mornings. We all get together and uh, we don't discuss politics at all. It's quite the opposite of the dark woods. <laughs> we have a good laugh. We have we have some jokes. They like to talk about gardening and, and we drink coffee and listen to music. And we all have a good time. So if, if you guys are ever looking for a way to hang out with the dark bear and not be talking politics, well, you might be able to catch me in one of these shows in the audience if you're real lucky. Uh, so, Senator, we got about uh, 20 minutes before we wrap up. So, what what have you seen going on 
in the media lately that's just really <coughs> tweaked you. I actually have an update on the Israeli thing for you that you might like. I'm watching a video at the moment that it's it's a nighttime video. You can see the rockets streaking through the sky being launched at Israel. Like you can you can see them against the darkened sky, and then all of a sudden you just see them pop and disappear. <laughs> and it's the video is there is a defense system in Israel called the Iron Dome. It is a mobile, all-weather air defense system. The system is designed to inter intercept and destroy short-range rockets and artillery shells fired at them. Hell yeah. And it's, it's this system going ham on these rockets. The second these things hit Israeli airspace and they hit these things' detections, they pop them out the fucking sky. Like, these things are quick, efficient, and they are lethal at what they do. And it's, watching this video, it's amazing. Because these rockets, you see them coming and then just, boop, gone. That's how you have to be with that kind of shit, man. You know, we talked a little bit about it on the last show. And that's an age-old religious war. You know what I'm saying? And there, here's the thing. Is that war has been going on for, God, man, longer than me and you've been alive. They got to they come to a compromise at some point. They got to be able to live with one another, or they're just going to keep doing this until one of them destroys the other one. I, I would say that's basically the last religious war that's still going. Like, like real, like, ended. like real. <laughs> the only difference is now they don't have bow and arrows. Now they have tanks and rockets. Mm-hmm. They no longer travel by horseback. They're fucking... They're fucking with a country that their entire existence has basically been... Here, we're, all, we're just getting attacked again. Like, oh, it's just a normal Tuesday afternoon. We're getting attacked again. Yeah. Defense is, defense is something they know well. You know, uh... I still just cannot believe the Sesame Street thing, man. I, I saw the two black puppets that they put into the show. And I have to be honest, like, they look so awkward when you put them beside, like, Elmo and, like, the other Sesame Street characters, like, the actual puppets. They I look awkward. I didn't even know that they did all that, man. I was just strictly talking about how they, they were talking. They had Elmo talking about the riots. Yeah, that was pretty stupid, too. I, I heard that. I watched that video on that. God, that was so dumb. Watching, listening to Elmo's squeaky-ass voice trying to explain that shit. That was some crazy <laughs> shit, but... And then now, I learned yesterday, now Nickelodeon is in trouble for that shit, too, because Nickelodeon is now pulling, oh, climate change is racist. <laughs> like, or no, what did they call it? Environmental racism. You know, we, we can be racist to trees. You know, fuck birch. I like oak better. I like oak better. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, well, apparently it's be racist to nature. <laughs> well, you know, nature is just a social construct. Yeah, color me surprised. Color me surprised. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen. That's why Mother Nature hates trailer parks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, 
That's why God invented the tornado, man. Every now and then, there's, you know, one too many trailer parks pop up, and you'll see tornadoes start smacking the earth like crazy. Hard, let me do it. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a lovely time. Sinner, it is a pleasure as always, sir. I appreciate you stopping in and helping me to expose the mass media for the nasty monster machine it is. And I also kind of enjoy your company and enjoying a few laughs along the way, man. So I appreciate you joining me this morning. Uh, you got any uh, closing statements before we wrap up and head back into the fire to hunt the demons that hide in the dark? No, I'm, right now at the moment I'm actually looking at there's there's another video is Israel Israel keeps destroying residential towers in Gaza. I fucking wonder why. Yeah, if you love it, it's the every comment in it is these Gaza under attack, and it's all these leftist fucking idiots siding with the Palestinians. Like, hmm. Well, you know. It's why, Supporting the people that are openly attacking civilian populace. Yeah. You know, there, there used to be a word for that, and it was uh, anti-Semitic. Because, you know, Israel's like 99% Jewish, give or take. Yeah. It used to be a word for that. We used to throw it around a lot. Well, you know, it's trendy mm. to be immoral nowadays. So, I mean, that's the thing. Trendy to be immoral. Well, man, it's been a lovely time, ladies and gentlemen. Me and the cyanide are going to travel back into the campfire to go dwell in the dark and hunt the demons that twist our reality. We'll be back tomorrow. Same campfire. Same dark woods. I'll, uh, you know, we did our plug earlier. I'll do it one more time before we wrap up. Uh, for any of my listeners out there that's looking for a good time and a good laugh and a little less politics, stop by the old man show. With Dina early in the morning, like that's even before I even get up. Yeah, it's early. Stop, stop by with with the old man show with Dina Joe and Eric Kirk as co-hosts and. Dark Bear's in there sometimes, and they have a good laugh. The Slightly Serious Show is a little later on in the afternoon. The John Don Vito Show is uh, on normally uh, right before we come on in the Dark Woods. So if you're looking for something to listen to before the Dark Woods, John Don Vito, good guy, funny. We enjoy it. It's a good talk. Uh, Cummings is Culture, great show. Good talk, good discussions. And uh, many other Podbean friends out there. I'm sure I'm forgetting a few that are going to give me a little tug on my hair for it. But that's all right. We'll get them out there. We got plenty of shows coming. So, <laughs> Center, it's been a lovely time, man. Thank you for joining me, sir. Always a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow. With some more new, with some more noise that the media is putting out. But until then, just remember: be careful out there in the dark woods, because monsters dwell in the darkness.